Hello world, this is Better Tech, a podcast where we chat with some of the most successful leaders about the latest industry developments. So join us as we explore the world reliant on tech. Hi Suri, welcome to Better Tech. It's good to have you on the show. Why don't you briefly introduce yourself and then we'll get right into the topic which is around how to build a strong partner ecosystem. Hi, Amna. Thank you for inviting me on the podcast. It's always a pleasure to talk to fellow tech enthusiasts and learn from one another. Um, in terms of introduction, I am Stuti Sureka, and I'm the Director of Cloud and Technology Alliances at TIPCO. Uh, my role at TIPCO is, uh, is to lead our cloud and technology partnerships. This covers our relationship with with AWS, Amazon Web Services, Microsoft, Google, um, and our ISV partner ecosystem. For those of you who are not familiar with TIPCO, um, TIPCO unlocks the potential of real-time data for making faster, smarter decisions. Um, Our connected intelligence platform seamlessly connects any application or data source. It intelligently unifies data for greater access trust and control and confident, confidently predicts outcomes in real time at, and at scale. Um, so at TIPCO Cloud is a natural fit for all of our products and the pandemic has only accelerated digital transformation um, and its adoption for our customers. Um, there, is, there is no digital transformation without cloud. So our work with cloud partners is very, very important to our customers um, to ensure that our products and solutions are available for our customers anywhere and everywhere, and they have the flexibility to consume them in the manner that is best for their business. I'm really fortunate that in this role, I get to drive this important aspect of our business and ensure that our customers can harness the true value of their investments in TIPCO and in our partner platforms. Speaking of that, how would you describe your working style and your work environment? I would say strategic and resourceful. Um, I have always enjoyed working in entrepreneurial settings, not necessarily startups, but in roles where I get to wear multiple hats ideate new solutions or programs or initiatives, and uh, then then, uh, see my team's contributions directly impact my organization's mission. Um, That's why I love my role um, as uh, as the director of Cloud and Technology Alliances team, because I get to own the overall partnership strategy with both our cloud partners and our ISV partners and visibly see the impact our programs have on our partners' business and on TIPCO's overall performance in the market. So you mentioned your team's contributions. So sorry, how how do you ensure diversity and inclusion in your team? And secondly, um, chunk of your work revolves around, you know, maintaining and building partner relationships. So is that something that also falls into partner relationships, this diversity inclusion, which is a hot word these days? Yes. So diversity and inclusion are very close to my heart, not just because I'm a woman of color, but because I want to raise my children in a world that is just equitable and inclusive. Women make up 50% of the planet, but we don't see the same ratio when it comes to the corporate world. And the person yes. 
Yes. So uh, we all acknowledge that, right? Uh, and, and then the percentage keeps going down as you start looking at leadership positions. So at TIPCO, we have uh, DEI-related corporate goals for hiring and retaining a most diverse workforce. And I'm grateful that I get to lead our women ERG, uh, we call it WISE, Women Inclusion, Success and Equity, um, along with a few other passionate women at TIPCO. So we strive to create a bold and inclusive community through the WISE ERG and uh, proactively invest in the success of our members through advocacy, education, and support while providing opportunities for personal and professional growth. Um, I'm really proud of all the work we've done so far and very hopeful for the future possibilities. Um, you also asked about what, uh, whether that translates into what we do with partners as well. Uh, of yeah, course yeah. it does. We, we want every organization in the world to, to help us and help everybody reach the 50% goal, right? Um, so what we do is when we, whatever initiatives we have through the YZRG, we include our partners in it. Um, for example, in March for the, for the Women's History Month, we had a couple of panel discussions where we invited partner uh, women leaders as well as allies who would come in and talk to our community about their experience and what they have done in their own organizations and outside to support these initiatives. So we, we, we obviously want our partners to, um, again, we, we are looking for partners to grow this initiative. So um, whatever we do, we bring our partners uh, with us. Great, great. This kind of brings me to my next question, which is what are some of the essential elements of building a strong partner ecosystem? That's a great question. Uh, so a lot of things go into building a partner ecosystem, but in my opinion, there are three key elements um, that help, that have helped me um, contribute to our partner ecosystem. One is uh, a partner team with the right intentions and motivations in place. What this means is a vision for the partner ecosystem where, where everybody, each team member believes in the vision and they want to contribute to growing their partner's business as well as uh, contributing to the company's overall goals and objectives. So that clarity in vision and intention is very important. And I think it's the foundation of whatever, uh, whenever we, we do something, right? And the second aspect of it is company-wide alignment on priorities and, and stakeholder buy-in. Again, that's very important because nothing happens in a silo. When you work in an organization, you work with different teams and the, the partner team usually is at the center of everything else that's going on within the company. So you have to build that organization-wide alignment, not just at the leadership level, 
but also at the individual level where uh, you 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 have the right resources and the right binds from the leaders but the execution happens on the ground uh, and the third aspect of it is individual partnerships and alignment on the strategy and the technology and the execution so this means that every partner is important in the ecosystem no matter their size right so you, how do you build those individual relationships again alignment happens both internally and externally with the partner team so are you aligned with them on on the overall partnership strategy what is it that that each partner wants to get out of the relationship and whether the technologies work well together seamlessly for the joint customers to have a have a um, a good experience using our products and solutions together and how do you execute on all of the strategy that you've built and the alignment that you've created for it to be meaningful for for all sides so how exactly do you ensure that alignment for instance is it more about uh, selling it to the partner that this is something that we both can do and this would be good for both of us how exactly do you go through that process so it's more of a mutual understanding that you come to and less of a, a prescribed process so we try to set up some some programs and constructs for us to have some boundaries that we can work within but then what exactly you do with the partner where you find the alignment um, really depends on the type of partnership because the, you have so many different types of partnerships now there is isv to isv isv to si partnerships and then there are msp partnerships so there there's so many different varieties of partnerships and and each of them have their own contributions to the partner ecosystem right and, and with everything becoming so complex these days there are uh, even like more varieties of partnerships coming forth um, now with cloud in the mix uh and cloud is ubiquitous so you see it everywhere um and so you, you the, just the complexity keeps on increasing and you need to prioritize what like out of the the five seven things that we could do what are the things that we we should focus on for the next 3 to 6 months so that we can show the roi to to both to, to the leaders on both sides and then okay. build on the partnership from there so when it comes to partner ecosystems what is one thing that seems easy but is often the most difficult one to ensure that's a good one so uh yeah uh, it's partnerships are very hard to to continue to show value sometimes people spend a lot of time building a foolproof partnership strategy answers finding out answers to questions like what would the joint solution look like what is the customer challenge we are trying to solve um uh, solve together what is the differentiated value proposition how do we go to market um etc cetera, etc cetera. and and then more time is spent building that executive alignment we talked about earlier on both sides right but the importance right. of having the right sales incentives and enablement on both sides is is 
more often than not an afterthought because it is assumed that if leaders have brought into the strategy and the joint value to customers is high, the sales teams would just jump on the opportunity and sell the solutions because that's the right thing to do, right? However, it is, it is the most difficult aspect of having a successful partnership. Uh, the alignment on sales incentives on both sides. So the sellers are incentivized to collaborate with partners and sell the joint solution. So is this the main reason why you see people around you kind of finding it hard to maintain those partnerships? Absolutely. I mean, the, the alignment and the enablement both, as it is, it's very hard for a seller to understand all of the products and solutions for their own company. Adding the complexity of another company's solutions is, is hard for the sellers. So the sales enablement part is also very important. The, the real test of a strong partner ecosystem is when partners continue to invest in the relationship after the first wave of engagements, right? Um, so many partnerships start with an immediate need that uh, the partner has to fulfill. For example, sometimes the, there is a joint customer that's using our product with someone else's product and they, they raise support ticket and the partner reaches out to us and that's how the relationship begins. Sometimes our product teams are looking into some product gaps and, and find uh, uh, another uh, prospective partner that has a solution that they would like to partner with and that's where the partnership starts. So that's where it starts. But once that immediate need is filled, the real work begins for our team, right? Because it's all then about nurturing the partnerships. So partners continue to see the value. So what are some of your tips to give better customer service to both clients and partners? So at Tipco, customer excellence is one of our core values. And this value reflects in every aspect of our business, including the way we work with our partners customer or partner excellence, it covers all the touch points with partners, starting with the time uh, before they even become customers or partners, and then going forward. We, we want to ensure that our customers and our partners have the best experience regardless of which stage they engage us with, and, and not just during the customer support process. Right? So every interaction we have whether it's before they actually become partners through assets we publish regarding our programs or pre-briefs we have with them to decide whether the typical partner program is even right for them. That's where our, our work starts, right? In order for them to have a better partner experience throughout their journey. And then during onboarding, when they're signing the agreement, working with our legal access to resources for joint development, um, enablement, as we talked about earlier, we, we cover the experience throughout all of these and then to joint go-to-market um, around co-marketing and co-selling. So keeping that excellence as like our, our guiding North Star when creating the strategy and all the supporting programs has been very helpful in keeping our efforts grounded. Right. 
So if we look at the bigger picture, a collaborative culture or a human-centric approach, which one would you give precedence over when building a partner ecosystem and why? Uh, I, can I say both? Yeah. Okay. So honestly, I, I think collaborative culture and human-centric approach go hand in hand. People have to be at the center of everything we do whether it's building products that solve the world's toughest challenges or build a partner ecosystem that stands the test of time. Building a strong partner ecosystem is all about building alignment, both internal and with the partner. And that requires collaboration across various functions, even within the same company including engineering, product management, marketing, sales, and, and a lot of core functions. It also requires each partner to understand the priorities and motivations of the other side and then align with them. That, that's what we've done with the TIPCO ISV partner program since its launch in 2019. Um, it caters specifically to ISVs, independent software vendors, who build their platforms on TIPCO or build platforms that are complementary to TIPCO. Um, the program constructs are specifically designed to address the needs of our ISV partners to ensure that their investments in TIPCO are successful, both from a technology and innovation perspective and from a go-to-market perspective. As, as humans, we feeling valued and heard our most important needs and the same goes a long way in building a strong partner ecosystem. That, that does make sense. And is there something regarding maintaining strong networks that you would do differently now at this point in your career? Growing up in India, networking didn't come naturally to me. Even at Carnegie Mellon during my B-School days, networking events were something I, I really dreaded. But over time, I've realized that the strongest networks I have are where I've connected at a human level. And there is a genuine connection, right? No hidden agenda, no superficial conversation. If you need something, ask for it. And if you have something to offer, offer it. Just, just express yourself. If you like someone's work, appreciate it. If you want to learn something from them, ask them how they built that skill and also be ready to offer help when asked. You never know who you may need help from in the future. Yep. Strong networks are really built over time. So just be patient and, and do the good work. Got it. So lastly, Suri, how is the digital world changing with respect to partner management? Digital transformation is changing the way we do business and our customers do business. And, and the pandemic has, has accelerated the pace of digital transformation by many folds. Uh, I'm sure you're seeing that in, in, in your yeah. company and within your customer base as Absolutely. well. Right? Um, with organizations adopting cloud and their ability to now buy and deploy best of breed technology platforms from multiple ISVs with just a click of a button, partnerships are becoming much more important than ever. ISVs need to ensure that their platforms work seamlessly with each other and provide clear value to customers 
they also, in addition, um, depending on where the customer is in their cloud journey, solution integrators play an important role to ensure customers are able to harness the true benefits of the ISV solution, um, whether it's migration from on-prem to cloud, direct deployment on, on cloud or managed services. This is again, uh, I mentioned this a little bit earlier that this adds a dim another dimension to the cloud plus ISV partnership and adds more complexity as we are seeing more of these three-way, four-way partnerships um, more and more these days, like TIPCO and ISV cloud platform or TIPCO plus another ISV plus an SI plus cloud platform, because we, we want to make sure that our customers are having the best experience, right? So we work with all major cloud platform providers in the market and almost all global SIs. And this year, our focus is on bringing these partnerships together and providing our customers the, the best experience and the best value for their business. Right. So that wraps up our episode, Sturdy. It was great having you on Beratech. Thank you, Amna. Thanks for inviting me again. Thanks for listening to podcast for Betatech. We look forward to bringing you the latest industry news in our next episode. In the meantime, check out our other episodes at techcell.com slash podcast and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you never miss an episode.